0: Snap it, and it's Trey Burton who throws, caught, Bulls touchdown. Here he goes. It's Hester inside the 30. Hester's gonna take it all the way for a touchdown.
1: A somersault into the end zone. His
0: first touchdown of the season. You're listening to the Pigskin Project, the world's number one football podcast. Now with more insights on all things football, here are your hosts, Ben Hansen and Ryan Matthews. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a beautiful time to be a sports fan right now. You got lots and lots and lots of stuff going on. It's so much fun. And one of the best parts of our week is coming in live here at the Pigskin Project, where you get to hear not only Vince Gray's thunderous voice in our intro and our drops, but our amazing voices as well through every single segment we progress through so much. During the week to prepare for this, uh, we put our blood, sweat, and tears into the show on a weekly basis. We're really looking forward to everything that's transpired this week um, lots of big trades, lots of free agency signings, and everything. And we're just getting started. This has been crazy. So, without further ado, everybody, if you've already been here, you already know how I like to start off the show. Bringing in my co host here, Ben. How are we doing? I can't hear you. (laughs) We got to try it one more time. Hold on a second. Can you hear me now? Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Okay.
1: No, like you said, this is like – if you're a sports fan and you just like sports as a whole and not just football, I mean, if you are just a football fan, welcome. Love to have you guys. But if you're more than just a football fan, this is the time, man. Like you said, free agency opened up technically today – but stuff has been happening the last few days. Uh, March Madness is about to start. The end of the basketball yeah. race is starting. Spring training is going on. Baseball World Classic is happening right now. So there's just a whole lot of stuff happening right now. And it is oh. just, just some of the best
0: time to be a sports fan. It is phenomenal. It truly is beautiful because right now in the NFL, you get to see the league just kind of transform into who's a contender and who's not anymore. Who's building to be um, a a franchise that's built to succeed in the future. And everybody knows who I'm talking about there and who's going to be slowly disintegrating (coughs) Packers (coughs) um, into the future as well. So I mean, who knows? This is so much fun. You've got a lot of teams that are in the mix of a lot of different things. And there's there may even be some breaking news that happens right in the middle of our broadcast today. Um, If you are listening at a later date on Spotify, Apple Podcasts and other podcast platforms. Thank you very much. First off, second off. You might already know this. So what we're going to do is provide our takes to literally everything that's happened so far this week. Um, We're going to cover who we think (laughs) the winner of free agency is this podcast episode as well. Uh, Ben might get a college corner today, depending on time. Uh, Time, Hopefully, if not, tune into our mock draft afterwards. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, Then we'll always play Weddle because that's just what we love to do. And then after that, we're going to do Gridiron Goofs, as we always do. We will reveal the um, the topic for Gridiron Goofs as we get into it. Uh, we already have it set and everything. Very excited. Um, Kyle Gagley already saying the Packers live rent-free in my head. That is wrong, but Kyle Gagliardi you know, saying go Hoosiers. Yes,
1: I could not agree more. Go Hoosiers. Would love to see him pull a Final Four here in Bloomington. I'd love to see a chip back here in Bloomington. Hang a banner. Don't know if it'll happen.
0: Completely agree with you, though, Kyle. That's crazy because, you know, I think I have them. I do. I have them losing to my Cinderella story team, Drake, in the round of 32. So oh. um, I'm okay. rooting for them, though. I will say. Here. Don't get me wrong. I love to watch Indiana basketball. They are a lot of fun. I'm I'm myself. We've talked about it before. Where I'm a big Kentucky fan. But they suck this year so I'm kind of looking around at other teams and being like which team do I want to follow throughout the bracket as well because my team might not last that long Kyle Gagley already saying I have them losing to Houston in the elite eight but I love the Drake play. Dude, who knows I'm there's ready always to have somebody my heart broken. I have
1: been in the final four. I know it's unrealistic. I know they shouldn't have probably be there in the final four in my bracket but I'm ready to have my heart broken. Let's see if we can get a little bit push going. <laughs>
0: Hey, what I will say, too, let's get into weekly news, which is yes. pretty much the primary topic of this podcast episode as we start talking about a little bit of heartbreak. Let's get into it. Ryan and Ben bring you weekly news. So thinking about heartbreak, um, it's now, oh, Darius Laird oh, is the Eagles. That's crazy. It's now
1: likely. Wow. We'll get into oh. it. We'll get into it in a yeah. little bit.
0: <laughs> yes! Um, So we'll break it, and then we'll cover it later on. So um, the big news today is that Aaron Rodgers went on the Pat McAfee show, um, and he absolutely – I mean, although he said thank you a bunch of times and I love you a bunch of times to Green Bay, it also seemed like he had a little bit of bittersweet comments to it as well. He also admitted that he wants to be a New York Jet, but he's not the reason why it is – what's the word, uh, delaying a little bit for it to happen because the compensation hasn't been figured out yet. The deal hasn't been done, but in Aaron Rodgers' head, he's already played his last down as a Packer, and he's ready to be a Jet.
1: Yeah, well, the big takeaway there, too, is, um, I mean, obviously the uh, Pat McAfee came out so like that was like the most they had. They had like half a million people watching it, a point. But if you guys weren't there, like you said, Ryan summed it up pretty well. Um, but more than anything, my takeaway wasn't that, you know, Aaron Rodgers wants to be a Jet. It's something we kind of all knew. Um, but it was when he came out of the darkness retreat, the Jets were kind of like, we don't want you anymore. And that more than anything was the thing. The Packers, at, mean? Or yeah I, yeah, I don't know why I said Jets. I meant the Packers. But yeah, the Packers were like, we don't really want you anymore. And that mm-hmm. more than anything was what really caught me off guard. Um, but yeah, like you said, what's holding it up is the compensation um, and the rumor out there is they want two firsts for him, which I don't think will happen. You don't you you don't yeah. get two firsts for a thirty-eight-year-old quarterback making fifty million dollars. Um, it's just not gonna happen. I'm sorry, Packers fans. Something,
0: something else as well that came out of that episode of the Pat McAfee show, which by the way, awesome show. Love Pat McAfee to death. Oh yeah. Um, but something else that came out of it is that Aaron Rodgers was like 90% okay with retiring when he went into the darkness retreat, when he came back out and he heard about, you know, Oh man, like, you know, it's, I, they don't want me anymore. We'll see about it. If the Packers had just said like, look, like we're not really looking to I think it's time for us to part ways. Then this is when, you know, he would just be like, no problem. I'll just step out of the way. No big deal. But the way that they went about it and they shopped him while he was gone and everything like that is what made him kind of decide, all right, well, let's go ahead and get this thing going again. Let's see what I have um, in the tank. And so, I don't know. I will say um, I have mixed feelings about it because I also understand where he's coming from. Um, As a football fan, I appreciate what he's done for the game because, like it or not, as a Bears fan, he is a great player. And he will be a Hall of Famer. Um, But... At the end of the day, um, I i mean, this is just, this is crazy news. Uh, first off, let me clarify something that I said on Twitter uh, to Kyle Gagliardi while he's still in the chat. Um, <laughs> as a Bears fan, I absolutely hope that Jordan Love works out. I absolutely do. Um, oh. Best of luck to Green Bay, actually. Um, I send my kindest regards to them. Um, the trash talk will not stop. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> But at the end of the day, from fan base to fan base, respect to respect, hopefully I'm getting it back, um, you know, in other ways as well. I'm hoping that it does work out. Jordan Love, it looks to be the next Green Bay Packers starting quarterback. And it's just, it's a different direction for Green Bay. Um, And so I hope that he succeeds, but it is too early to tell right now. And it's also (laughs) nerve wracking for Green Bay. Because this is his fifth year, this is his last year. You have one year to decide whether or not this guy is the guy. And I don't know. Well, for me, I I'm, think maybe I'm, I'm they sign. Clear him that up.
1: Year. It's it's his fourth year, and then he they have to decide by Mar by the end of next month. I think is what it is. If they're going to sign him to his fifth year contract extension, so he's going into his fourth year, and then they have to decide whether or not they want to sign him to the fifth year.
0: A couple comments from Kyle as well. He said, Get them to eat the cap space and the picks won't matter. Um, which by the way, Kyle, I will be sending you a message regarding the NFL draft, <laughs> so keep that posted. It's, but it's the um, second
1: comment here that really I know it was a can of worms we wanted to get into eventually, more so yeah. when the trade happens. Let's,
0: but let's dive I mean, into it, might as, might as well get into it. Right right now. Yeah, um, so the comment reads, Do you guys think the Jets win the division? I think with Miami and the Bills. It's gonna be tough, Um, dude. I love rooting for the Bills because they're that underdog team. Don't get me wrong. Um, I think that that's somebody that it will be a powerhouse. But right now, I'm so frustrated that they couldn't get it done in the playoffs that I am very, um, you know, I'm I'm very frustrated at them to where I don't know where this is gonna go. But you look at Miami. Um, primarily to me, I think that it relies on the health of Tua tunga Um, I think if he can stay healthy, then the Dolphins will be very, um, they'll be very well off. That secondary that they have in place is going to be ridiculous wow. between Xavier Howard and Jalen Ramsey. Uh, that's crazy. Um, so I think the favorite in my head right now would be Miami without looking at their opponents and everything, where everything stands. Um, but yeah, I, I, to be honest with you, the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers doesn't move the needle that much for me. No. Um, despite the fact that, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is a very good player. Um, he had a very subpar year and it's going to take a lot for Aaron Rodgers to be able to prove me wrong, which I can see happening, but right now I don't see him being that, oh my God, the Jets are favorites now in that division because of that um so kyle gagliardi said otsn is doing a mock draft show maybe you can do some kind of collab hey our arms are always open to anything so just hit me up after the show we can get something done um and then he also said yeah i in, agree i think the jets can still miss the playoffs uh, absolutely
1: i well i don't know if it's a matter of them missing the playoffs i would be surprised if they trade for rogers and they don't at least get in the wild card but yeah it's a conversation that we've had behind the scenes uh like i said that we we're waiting to have but like Packers fans plug your ears Aaron Rodgers played a very mediocre ball and I think the reason we were happy with in last eight games was a because he was going undefeated um, but just because he looked better than what he did at the beginning of the season and that was really bad at the beginning of the season yes Aaron Rodgers is a two uh, or two-time consecutive MVP very good you know you don't want to take that away super Bowl winning one of the best quarterbacks of our generation But he didn't play like that last year. And if they're getting that same Aaron Rodgers, I do think the Jets team is good enough um, as a team to at least make a wild card push. But I really don't think if Aaron Rodgers played the way he did last year, this upcoming year, I don't think it's going to be enough to push them over the likes of Miami or even Buffalo. It's – I don't know. It's that – AFC is going to be just fun to watch and it will be interesting to just see where – You know, the whole situation ends up going. So,
0: the hope for New York right now is sitting at a wild card berth. And that's just not great. Um, Let's stay in house in the division because another huge trade happened. Um, The first overall pick of the draft was traded to Carolina. Um, And I know that this is older news, but this happened within the last week. Um, Jets make it seem like it's Super Bowl or bust. They need to chill. Absolutely. Um so but okay when it comes to the first overall pick bounce it back Carolina traded DJ Moore number 19 number 61 so a first and second and then a first and second in 23 according to track, but i thought that that first was in 2020 i don't know why it said 2023 um i think the first is in 2024 and the second is in 2025 um so either way the bears got yeah. two First and two seconds out of it, and they got DJ Moore. The report is the Bears could have had three first-round picks, um, but instead they decided to get DJ Moore. So Ben, congratulations! You we're both
1: as the- I was gonna say, we're both happy. Polls, polls did a beautiful thing for the both of us. You got your trade and wide receiver one. I get a free meal out of it. It's a win-win situation. It is yeah. great. I'm here for it. Say Elmos on Ryan.
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, what I will say really quick because I want everybody to know that I um, am not crazy overreacting about this just yet. Um, I think this first round pick is going to be great except we're going to dive into like the free agency signings that Carolina's been doing and I'm a little frightened that they're going to stay at least somewhat competitive in that horrible division. Um, not only that but um, you know, DJ Moore, right. He's great. He's an awesome receiver. Wide receiver. Um, I think, yeah, he's for sure. Wide receiver one, he's a difference maker. He's going to spread out that wide receiver core. Um, I think the wide receiver core is set for right now. I think you can obviously extend upon that. Um, it complicates a little bit when it comes to Claypool and Mooney. Um, you think about, you know, one or the other next year for who you're going to resign, right. Uh, Mooney with his injury, um, you know, history, you know, his is slight injury history. And then uh, Claypool as well that underperformed after the trade. Um, so you're looking at, you know, if you don't re-sign Claypool, that trade is considered a failure. Uh, if you don't re-sign Mooney, you're not bringing back Justin's arguably favorite target. Um, so it's a little bit risky. Um, I don't see them bringing back both next year. But what I can see is potentially, um, you know, the bears drafting a wide receiver and them stick it around. Um, you know, something like that. But when it comes to DJ more um, bears fans are making it seem like we traded for a top 10 receiver. Um, I love DJ Moore to death. This is awesome, but he's not quite top 10 people. need to kind of a little bit, but what I will say, yeah, he's definitely top 15 easily top 15 but he's not quite top 10. Um, he's not your Stefan Diggs or anything like that. People are comparing it to um, <laughs> Josh Allen getting Stefan Diggs and everything. Walker to Moore is going to be. <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll get to that as well, because PJ Walker signed with the Bears. Solid pickup, by the way. We'll get there. Um, but um, I mean, as far as this goes, I'm very excited to see where it can go. But in no way am I thinking that this is, you know, um, just as much of the duo as, like, mm-hmm. Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs, um, Tua and Tyreek, and, you know, Burrow and Chase. Like, yeah. that's a tough, Devonte Devontae tough... Smith and A.J. Brown. He, well, yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. How how far ahead is D.J. Moore than Devontae Smith to you? Uh, I don't think
1: it's too far. I really think, like, like I think, the other. Well, DJ, I, I would say DJ Moore is better than Devontae Smith. I'm not, like, okay. that delusional. Um, but also, I think that's team dependent. I think if Smitty would walk in and, like, be a wide receiver one on a team, I think I think he could be. I'm not saying he is. Yeah. But I think he could be or produce, like, a top ten wide receiver. Um, I, I, I think Eagles fans take for granite how how lucky we are. You know, I see <laughs> Dallas Goddard at top five pass catching tight end. We have a top three wide receiver pass catching duo in Smitty and AJ Brown. And I get lucky watching that, but then I look and I see Bears fans being like, We have Mooney and DJ Moore. And I was like, oh, they're happy about that. I was like, we're spoiled. And that's awesome for yeah. you. And I'm not like that's no shot to Bears. I think no, that's good. No, no. But I just think that shows like how spoiled I think we can be, and we'll get a little bit more into Eagles fans being spoiled in a little bit,
0: yeah. Um, so okay, uh, other big trades that happened, uh, oh. let's shoot back. Oh, yeah. Go, oh, yeah, yeah just
1: yeah. yeah, well, just well, real quick, too, just to do that, the really interesting thing is the uh, what the Panthers are going to do with that pick. For a long yes, time, yes. everyone was like, Bryce Young, Bryce Young, Bryce Young but it kind of seems like like they're leaning towards C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson, which I'm not too surprised about because some people have concerns about his size, um, Bryce Young's size and stuff. Um, But then also, what do the Bears do now at nine? If you're the Bears, now that opens up numerous more possibilities. Um, Again, a situation I don't want to talk too much on until we get full information on, but Jalen Carter, there's a chance he slides to nine you could draft one of the top two tackles there in the class in Peter or Perez. If you really wanted to, you could take a skill position player in Jackson Smith, Ajigba, or uh, Bijan. And those options weren't there when you picked at number one, but now this really opens up the world to numerous different trade possibilities and pick possibilities um, yeah. for the Bears. And that's not to even say there are reports saying that, like, Maybe the Panthers will move down to two and swap with the Texans. If the, you know, if the Texans really like Bryce Young and you're a Panthers GM and you really like Stroud or AR, why would you not move down? Right. So it opens up uh, you know numerous more possibilities, um, and it'll be fun to see what you guys do if you guys move back up, if you guys move back down, see what the Panthers end up doing, if they stay put, trade back down. It opens up numerous different world of possibilities, and it's going to be really fun to see what's going to happen with that over the next, you know, two months.
0: We have six weeks until the draft. It's it's going to be draft week in six weeks. And so and what that means for us is that we have six mock drafts that we're going to put out. So to see what we would like to do with that ninth overall pick um, – maybe even see some trades and stuff like that.
1: Stay tuned. Um,
0: Yeah, stay tuned for our uh, mock draft episodes on a weekly basis. Um, So our next trade, we're going to stay in the realm of what we were just talking about with the uh, Aaron Rodgers potential trade that's going to happen. Uh, Ramsey to Miami for 100 long and a 2023 third round pick. Um, Wow. Ramsey got dealt for a bag of chips.
1: (laughs) That yes. was
0: my first reaction. Um, a lot of these trades that we're going to be covering is a lot of, wow, that was nothing. Um, so to be fair, uh, Ramsey, I mean, I believe he's getting slightly up there in age. Um, is, 29, I, I think. Yeah, I was going to say he's getting close to 30. Um, but I mean... Hunter Long took some Googling for me, man. I know probably not for you, but Hunter
1: Long Boston College. Not a, tight end.
0: Not a crazy. Not a crazy tight end. Um, and I mean a third round pick is it's pretty decent as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know, not crazy, except for the fact that we already made this point. Uh Jalen Ramsey in that Miami secondary is gonna be deadly. Um, next trade. I don't think we need to cover this one too much, but Shaq Mason in a 2023 seventh to Tampa for a 2023 sixth round pick. Um, again, nothing too crazy. I think Shaq Mason's also getting up there in age. Um, this one was big this morning, I believe it was, right? I think it was either this morning or the morning before. Uh Darren Waller to the Giants for a 2023 third round pick. Um, so Waller with his injuries, that's unfortunate for him. Um, definitely hurt the compensation for the Raiders. Um, but I think Waller gets a pretty uh, decent team um, upgrade almost. Uh, just because I mean, the Giants needed a receiver, and that's definitely a deadly threat if he can stay healthy. Um, so decent. Um, I'm just gonna keep rolling just because I think mm-hmm. this is. Covering all the bases. Yeah, I'll cut you um, off if I have anything to add. Yeah, I figured you would too. Uh, the last one that I would like to cover is Gilmore to Dallas for a 2023 fifth-round pick. Another crazy secondary. Um, but, I mean, Gilmore, I think, is also kind of stepping down in talent. Yeah. Already. He yeah, used to was the, the great. greatest corner in the league, but now he's just kind of like a,
1: okay, Stephon Delegis, Good number, Good number Gilmore. two cornerback, you know. Yeah.
0: Not horrible. I I, I agree. It, it was a win-win situation.
1: Um, they the Colts cleared a decent amount of money off their books. The uh, Cowboys got a decent wide res- or CB two, so it was a win-win for both of them.
0: Yeah. Um. So without further ado, as I type with one hand, we're going to free agency signings. All right. uh, these are the big ones. That yeah. Go but, ahead. What am I? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, be- before you get there. The one last thing I would like to cover because I don't quite know where this bad boy falls is this whole Darius Slay situation. <laughs> I oh. like, if you guys have seen me like smiling, like glancing over and smiling and glancing over and smiling, it's because of everything that's happening with Darius Slay. Um, this kind of goes to signings and maybe this was a better spot to put it. Um, but they signed all pro cornerback. uh James Bradbury, two and a three-year contract extension. I think it was like 12.5 million per year, uh, which by the way is a steal. He's an all-pro, making under the 50. Like, I think his contract is like the 16th highest uh like annual um for like a cornerback. And he was an all-pro. So steal of a contract. Um, uh, but when that happened, people were like, Yay, they're back together. And then reports came out this morning that like the Eagles are gonna cut Darius Slay and He's gone, and then, oh, he's going to be a Raven. That's what it looked like for a really long time. Um, But then 4 o'clock rolled around to when the new year was, and all, like, the trades actually went through, and all of the cuts went through. The Kenny Galladay cut went through. All the trades, you know, the number one overall pick, You know, all the trades you just covered, everything went through. But the Darius, like, cut didn't go through. And everyone's like, what, you know, what's, what's happening? And then... You know, two or three hours later, reports come out. Eagles really don't want to get rid of him, and it's really hard for him to get rid of him. And then, I mean, like, literally a minute into the podcast, a report came out being like, oh, looks like the Eagles are actually keeping Darius Slay. And I was like, okay, it's reports. But then Darius Slay's wife is huge into, like, Eagles fans. Like, she talks to Eagles fans all the time. Uh, she was tweeting about how she was, like, super sad when everything happened. But then she tweeted in all caps, we're here to stay, and then, like, green heart, green heart, Eagles emoji, Eagles emoji. Yeah. So yeah. it's pretty safe to say one of the wonkiest situations as an Eagles fan, even as an NFL fan, that I have ever seen. weird.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And,
1: and I and I kind of said it um, at, like, 6 o'clock, a few hours before the podcast started. Hey, like, this is a weird situation. Why didn't the Eagles cut him slash release him? And now all of this is happening, and – it seems like he's here to stay. My only stipulation my, is, yeah, yeah, you're getting here there. You go. Okay, yeah. My only stipulation is, I want Darius Slay back. But if it's at the cost of Chauncey Gardner Johnson, it's not a good move. And you say what? You know, this dude is an All Pro Pro Bowler. Yeah, he's also 32 years old. So if we didn't do that, and we're keeping Slay instead. Kind of a bit of an issue. Chauncey Gardner Johnson is this budding star at safety, some dude who will can be like the face of your defense for the next four to six, seven years. And if we didn't keep him because of Darius, I'm gonna be a little mad. But that being said, we'll get into a signing later. Chauncey Gardner yeah. Johnson's main like competitor outside of the Eagles was the Bengals. And yeah. obviously the Bengals let go of Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates is <laughs> Jesse Bates. <laughs> Jesse this is Bates all of is... Bears Twitter, by the way. Anyway. Yes, it is. But Jesse Bates <laughs> uh, got like you know he's down there. The Falcons will cover that. Um, but then there's like oh there's a hole with the Bengals. So everyone's like oh Chauncey might go to the Bengals. Yeah. But like I said, that we'll get into too. it. It would make sense, but we'll get into it in just a second. The Bengals just made a signing like literally two minutes before the podcast started, which I don't know if they have the cap space now to sign Chauncey yeah. Gardner-Johnson, which now means he will be back and that defense is still intact, baby. That's what I'm talking about. People need to this cool it. On, people need to cool it, and this is my last thing before I step off my soapbox. Yeah, go on this
0: tangent, please. Go
1: yes! On um. I Everywhere. On like NFL Twitter, I see... Eagles are falling off. Eagles are falling off. Look at everything they lost. We're losing our right guard. So what? We drafted someone. Uh, Jason Kelsey, the best center in all of football is back. Maybe the best center of all time. I'm not going to say he is. But one of the best centers of all time is back. So the offense is going to be completely fine. Jalen Hurts has a top three pass catching unit. The best run game in the entire football. Look at the stats. The best offensive game. Uh, the best offensive line in all of football. And then you look at their defense and you say, wow, they're losing people. Wow. And your point, we have an all-pro cornerback that we just – or, uh, yeah, an all-pro cornerback that's on our roster still. We might have one of the best young safeties in the game. We still have Darius Slay. Our defense had one of the – not one of the best. I, yeah, one of the best. Had the second-best pass rush in the history of football, historically speaking. It's just wild. And we cut most of those pieces outside of Javon Hargraves. And we have replacements for every single piece we lost outside of TJ Edwards, which we'll get into a little bit. Hurts my soul there a little bit. But outside of TJ Edwards, we have a replacement for everyone we lost. And all of our pieces are still intact. We still have an amazing pass rush. We still have an amazing pass defense. Our offense is only going to improve from what it was last year. People just need to cool it. Honestly, what I'm more worried about this year is not the roster. It's our schedule. We do have the toughest schedule in the NFL.
0: But That's rough. It yeah. really is. Um, that's, that's why – I thank you. I was hoping that you would fix that. Um, so, yeah, no, that's, that's really my main concern is the slight downgrades at certain positions. I'm wondering how much it will affect or uh, maybe just moves to other players in those positions, you might even say. Who knows? Um, but the big signings that he's talking about from the Bengals. uh, I mean, we might as well just talk about it now, considering that it happened just about, I don't know, 30 minutes ago. Um, Orlando Brown went to Cincinnati, um, which a lot of bears fans are sitting here just rolling their eyes. Like this is nothing. I mean, this is not that expensive for such a big, big signing as well. Um, Let me go ahead and get this up really quick. Um, Sorry, here we go. So, wow, all this Darius Slay stuff, unbelievable. Yeah, so it's a four-year deal worth $64 million, which comes out to, um, I mean, roughly um, $16 million a year, which isn't that much, but the thing is, is like, Okay, you got to think about it for a second. Orlando Brown wanted to play left tackle. Uh, The Bears didn't want to, but they wanted to pay him. Like, hey, look, we'll pay you, but you need to come in and play right tackle. He didn't want to do that. He wants to play left tackle. Uh, The Bengals just dropped their left tackle, IL Collins. Uh, So they're going to bring in another elite uh, left tackle, um, and they're going to pay him a pretty hefty chunk as well. But $16 million is not at all close to what we thought was going to be the price tag for Orlando Brown. Um, He's blocked for Lamar Jackson. He's blocked for Patrick Mahomes. Now he's going to block for uh, Joe Burrow. So, I mean, pretty solid um, signing for him. Best of luck to him. It sucks. Um, A lot of people said, like, he doesn't fit the scheme of what the Bears are going for. Um, So, I mean, at the end of the day, can we just talk about, I mean – Bears fans just need to col- calm down so much, dude. At the end of the day, um, you know, not everybody that's a huge, huge, I don't know how to even put this. Not everybody that is a huge upgrade at a position fits with the team, despite the numbers and stats and everything that they're putting up. That might help you in Madden, but it might not help you in real life especially because you're not a a part of these negotiations and everything. Everybody just needs to settle down. Um, I mean, I'm getting texts right now of people getting very disappointed. Why can't we spend that much money? We have 40-plus. Why can't we do that? Why are we signing backup quarterbacks and not tackles for our starting quarterback? I get that. Um, So, I mean, no big deal. We'll move on. It's okay. There's still the draft to move on to. Um, And then to everybody else, too, every other fan base. I mean, free agency just started, guys. Like, literally, you've been able to negotiate with people for 48 hours. And now the new league year just started today. People can officially sign with teams today. There's still plenty of people that can come in and fill those holes on one, maybe two-year deals that are a lot cheaper than long-term commitments I mean, the free agency class wasn't that impressive to start off with. Why are we freaking out? Like, it's not that much. So, yeah, Orlando Brown, congratulations. That's huge. Um, I mean, to Cincinnati, just another piece of the puzzle for them. They're just going to get better. It's clear. Um, That's all I got to say about it. I mean, I wasn't really a crazy big advocate for it. I mean, was I disappointed? Yeah. Yeah. The shock value at the beginning of it, absolutely. Ben, off camera, we knew my reaction wasn't a positive one. But what I will say, uh, second off, uh, Darius lay back like I never left. Run it back. Um, Anyways, Uh, so um, I I feel like I'm going to
1: get sick, though, by the way, just off topic. Rumors right now is Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, the Broncos are the leader in that clubhouse. I'm going to get sick if he doesn't stay. Broncos oh, oh, are reloading
0: this year. And they we,
1: they're a big winner. We'll get into them though.
0: They are, yeah. Um, the next free agent signing that I think is a big one, which by the way, Ben, it's in our note, by the way, that we like our little document, so you can follow along if you really want to. I don't know if you're doing that or not. Uh, this is all you know, we don't talk behind the scenes about this. Uh, Miles Sanders went to Carolina. Um, so when we talk about the Carolina first round pick next year. And we talk about how Carolina's also added a couple tight ends as well in Hunter Henry and Dalton Schultz. Um, that's pretty big. I mean, two oh. solid quarter. Uh, and they added uh, Andy Dalton as well. They're probably going to add a quarterback. Um, they're adding pieces and I mean, weapons and everything. It's not really crazy, great weapons. They just traded away their top weapon for the number one pick, but um I mean, as a Bears fan, I'm like, dang it, man. Like, you're definitely going to somehow win seven to eight games this year and not give us a top five pick. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: the the rumor is that they're also in on uh, OBJ as well. I don't know where that goes. Uh, as we've seen today with the Darius Slay situation, rumors don't mean anything until anything's official. Um But, like, I mean, if they can kind of reload up, I mean, it kind of seems like they're kind of skipping over that rebuilding year and jumping straight to making a push. And especially in that division, they might be a playoff team. So I I do think the Miles Sanders contract was an overpay. Um, I'm also come from the camp that you either pay running backs $3 million or less or, like, $13 million or more. Um, Because yeah. you only pay for the big star guys. You don't pay for the middle guys. Um, six million dollars, I would not have done it. But he's a good back. Um, and then a trade to a little bit off topic that we forgot um, is the Falcons traded for John U. Smith. Um, yes. I think it was like a six-round pick. Nothing crazy, but...
0: Yeah, that's why I didn't really focus going. too much on it because it's like... Yeah. 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 I mean, they traded for a tight end when they can't so. even utilize the one that they drafted in the top <laughs> 10 very well. Exactly. Like, awesome. So, no, that, um, that
1: the Miles Sanders signing was, uh, I, it was okay. I'm I'm going to be honest, though, more than anything, and then you are going to be excited about this. The signing that caught me more off guard, well, the, the Hargrave signing caught me really off guard, but we'll get there. The signing that caught me off guard the most because there was nothing that was linked to it. Like, there wasn't, you know, this team was rumored in on this player leading up to it. It kind of just came out of nowhere, and it was a really good signing. And when you look at everything and what they ended up doing with the process, it was a really good process. Was the Bears with Edmonds? I, I, there yeah. was nothing. It was out of like nowhere. We we're I like loved huh. it. Yes, and we're like, that's what, like, oh, like the, the the Bears have had a good day, and then bam, Edmonds uh, was like 19 million a year. And when, at first, you're like, but you wouldn't pay Roquan Smith 20 million, and that was kind of my thought process. But would you rather have Roquan Smith for 20 million dollars, or Edmonds, Are we just get into the Bears signings here? Yeah, just let's do just do that? it, Edmonds. Cool. But would you rather have a 20 million dollar, uh, 20 million dollars put into Roquan for 25? into a very, very, very good linebacking core that consists of Jackson, boy T.J. Edwards, and Edmonds, and then on top of that, a second-round pick. Um, So the process that went into the signing and everything, and then, again, the fact that it kind of just happened out of nowhere. We didn't hear anything about it. It, They were never linked to them. They were never – the Bears are rumored. It just – bam. And that caught me super off guard, but it was an awesome signing. 6'5", linebacker. He's one of the best in the game. Iberflus got his Shaq Leonard. Why not? Or not Shaq Leonard, um, Shaquille Leonard.
0: So, yeah, it was good. I'm, uh, okay, so to clear it all up, um, so the Bears signed um, a lot of people. I mean, they've yeah. done their homework. Uh, Tremaine Edmonds, T.J. Edwards, DeMarcus Walker, Travis Homer, Nate Davis, uh, P.J. Walker, all are Chicago Bears now. Um, and they still have about $44 million left in cap space. Scary. Um, anyways, so um, I'm a big fan of literally every move that's happened so far. Yeah. Um, I mean, P.J. Walker and uh, the D.J. Moore connection between him. Um, I, I think mean. About that. That was pretty solid. Uh, last season wasn't horrible. Um, he had three touchdowns and three interceptions on the year. Not terrible for a backup. Um, also not terrible for a Carolina quarterback um, for the amount of time that he stepped in as well. Um, so, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not really too upset about that. Um, and then, you know, you look at the linebackers and everything. And my first thought was, why are we signing? Okay, so TJ Edwards was cool. Which, by the way, what's your thoughts on T.J. Edwards? Because as somebody that used to have him, you know, tell me a little bit about him. And for anybody else that doesn't know too much about him before I dive in a little bit.
1: Yeah, I I mean, if this didn't – if the rant I said to this didn't, you know, explain enough. Again, like of anyone on the Eagles defense, the one person I'm worried about more is T.J. Edwards. And we have his replacement in the building. I mean, we have N'Kobe Dean. We drafted him for a reason but i'm still worried about he's just a dude all linebacker he's a kid from chicago you guys got a nice hometown discount on him i think you guys are only paying him like 6 million dollars a year and yeah. it is absolutely worth it you don't really want him out in coverage too much he can cover tight ends but you don't want him on slots or anything but he just has a very high football iq he's a high character dude he sees and reacts really quick and he hits the hole i mean it was an absolute steal of a signing i like I think PFF had him as like the seventh ranked linebacker in football this past year. Um, he just, he's a do it all guy. He will get everything, you know, everything done. He, you don't really have to worry about him. sick it in and he'll do his job. He was our middle linebacker. I don't know if he will play middle linebacker for you guys. I doubt he will. Um, but it just tells you how smart he is. It just tells you the leadership he has it was an awesome signing. Good yeah. on the bears. <laughs>
0: um, So I'm excited about him, but the player, obviously, that I'm most excited about um, is Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, huge, huge defensive piece for the Bills. Um, And, I mean, he was just one heck of a dude, man. Um, When I saw him on Madden, I would go after him, man. Um, One heck of a guy. And, I mean, not only that, um, I mean, because he's great in pass coverage, but he can also rush. And that's what we really need. Um, but speaking of rushing and, and, you know, pass rushing and everything, Demarcus Walker, right? I mean, he uh, had seven sacks in 2022. Um, so, I mean, not horrible at all. You're looking at a guy that can get to the quarterback. That's exactly what we need. Um, mm-hmm. and, and you could still draft a solid edge rusher, too and pair them up on the other side and, and then still do the system where you're rotating guys in and out. Uh, I think he calls it NASCAR, despite the fact that you think that's stupid, but um, you know, I think that's it's
1: so um, dumb. It's, it's, it, we don't have to I, get
0: into it. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm very excited to see what these new guys on defense can do. Um, and then another guy as well that I'm excited about is we signed a right, right guard, Left guard? I think it's a left guard. And uh, Nate Davis. Um, Okay, so just a guard. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, I mean, because he was off the board pretty quick, too. Um, What I will say. All right, so looking at his PFF grades, right? um, I mean, overall, 70.6. You got a 66.8 in pass blocking and 69.8 in run blocking. So, okay, um, serviceable and from the Titans fans point of view um, he, they're very nervous about not having him next year. Uh, so that's exciting just because it's like, Oh, cool. We stole somebody. Um, so, you know, something to look forward to as well. Um, let's see, who else am I missing? Uh, Travis Homer. Um, so it's a third string running back. You're not going to see very much of him on offense at all. No, um, but he's a special teamer. He's going to do exactly what you need him to um, and an efficient rate as well. Not really too worried about that one. Um, so we're going to talk about, right. So when it comes down to not getting somebody and, you know, how polls reacts um, polls, didn't get a defensive tackle. And so immediately his plan B was to sign Demarcus Walker, which seven sacks last year was not terrible. Um, so, my next option that I'm looking at, um, I might mispronounce his name. He's a tackle for the Raiders. Uh, Jermaine Aluminor? Alou, yeah, I might pronounce that right. Yeah, I think
1: you pronounce um, right.
0: He had a pretty solid season with the Raiders. Um, I mean, only allowed three sacks on the season. Uh, 10 penalties and his market value, according to track is about 5.6 million dollars a year. Um, if you can get him on a one to two year contract as a right tackle, your your offensive line looks pretty decent. A Braxton Jones that didn't perform crazy terrible last year. You have Cody Whitehair at left guard. Uh, your center needs some work, so you could maybe bump Cody Whitehair over there and uh, get your left guard over there. Um, which could be Nate Davis in all honesty. Yes. Um, and then, like I said, Cody Whitehair at center, Tevin Jenkins at right guard, and then Jermaine Illuminor uh, at right tackle, which not a terrible offensive line there if that's the unit that you're going out there with. Um, you've already got depth and everything. It might not be crazy good depth, but that's the point of depth is that you have bodies. Um, so they're stepping in the right direction. Um, I've said it once. I'll say it again. The Bears are not going to be the ones that are going to compete for a Super Bowl this next year. But what I will say is, their ceiling and their absolute goal should be to match what the Jaguars did this past season, um, and that's what I'm hoping from them. Uh, it's a fairly easy schedule from the way that it looks right now. Um, the best way to look at it at right now is just to stay hopeful. Stay, you know, hopeful that Justin Fields gets more work in with the new guys. Um, Chase Claypool learns the playbook. We have a deadly offense in 2023, and our defense comes in hitting the monsters on the midway. Can be back next year. Very excited!
1: Uh, uh, stop. I think i think it's okay to be excited with what you guys have done, and I still think there are moves to be made. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but like you put up, bear, that's why I said bear, they could bear, bear, they bear. Can, yeah. Like I mean, Chauncey Johnson, Gardner Johnson's still there. Like I mean, there's pieces. You guys have money. You guys can still go out and make some good moves. But they are not going to be the monsters of the midway just yet. Maybe the year next. I'm but talking, not.
0: I'm talking specifically that linebacker core is what's telling me that they could. That linebacker
1: core is going to be nasty. But there's still a lot of work to be done up there on the on the D line.
0: Right. No. Absolutely. Um. So our next work. Um, what I want to – just a couple skill players, really. Jamal Williams went to New Orleans, um, so that's pretty pretty cool. I like Jamal Williams. That's okay. Um, Mm -hmm. The next question is, what's going on with Kamara in New Orleans? Um, So it's everybody's mind. Uh, Juju went to New England, which tells me OBJ could be looking at Kansas City. Personally, there's nothing surrounding that, so I cannot stress that enough. Don't think that we know something because we don't. Um, but it's, it's an attractive spot for sure. Nicole Hardman might go back.
1: What what caught me off guard about the juju to the Patriots? Um, I don't remember exactly off the top of my head, um money uh, per annual year. Um, but it was the exact same contract that Jacoby Myers got for the Raiders. And you kind of scratch your head a little bit and say if you're willing to give out That contract to a wide receiver why would you not give it out to the dude that's already in the building that already knows your playbook and someone that I would argue is better than Juju um Juju was very mid this year Jacoby Myers when you needed him he played well um so it kind of did leave me scratching my head a little bit saying if you're willing to pay this much money for a wide receiver why wouldn't you pay for the better wide receiver that already is in the building and already knows the playbook yeah um a little weird in my opinion, but um, I mean, again, there you go. There's the Raider signing too. So,
0: yeah, no, I uh, I don't even know how to say anything about it because it's like I'd like to hype this up, but I really can't because it's juju yeah. and New England is just in such a weird spot. Um, so, like you said, Bradbury staying in Philly, uh, happy for you because you got your guy back. But we pretty much covered that one, so I'm going to go ahead mm-hmm. and move on um alan lazard went to new york um what i would really like to see is um aaron get all of his guys all of his weapons and everything back in green bay and just hurry back from green bay and uh just tell new york you know i took another darkness retreat and I kind of changed my mind i'm gonna go ahead and retire like it's not gonna happen don't get me wrong he's already made his commitment but like that would be funny that'd be worth the worth the watch i would laugh i mean really hard too
1: they already
0: have um what's his name? Uh Nathaniel Hackett as well. Yes, as offensive coordinator. They're gonna bring in guys. Like this is ridiculous, man. The, if, the way that the league reacts at oh Aaron Rodgers could go here. Oh, he's got so many people just <laughs> in the palm of his hand. It's That's what I'm saying. If
1: you're the Jets, why are you letting this man dictate what you're doing? Say he's screw not even a you, Aaron Rodgers screw you we're putting in a claim for we're putting in a claim for Lamar Jackson we'll pay the two first round picks for Lamar Jackson we'll take the younger player we'll take the better player why are you letting this man who's not on your team control what you're doing in this off season? stop yeah. it take the two first round picks get Lamar who's a vastly better at this point in his career younger and honestly we talked about earlier in the episode does Lamar or um, does Aaron Rodgers like move that needle up to the Super Bowl? No, Lamar sure as heck does. So I, I I just I don't understand what the Jets are doing, man. I really don't.
0: I I I mean I do. I just don't like it. Yeah. I mean, just ah, oh, it's stupid. That's a
1: better way to put it.
0: <laughs> um. Anyways. Uh. Samson Abukam from um, San Francisco went to Indy. So, what I'm thinking is Yannick Ngakwe is probably on his way out of Indy, um, which is another edge rusher, veteran edge rusher um, that could find his way in Chicago, back in Eberfluss' system on a one year deal. Um, He's basically going to be a one year candidate uh, for a lot of teams. That's what I would project. Um, As far as other fits go, I I can't really say for sure somewhere, Um, but if you need an edge rusher, that's somebody that you're definitely looking at. Um, The saddest news that I got last night was David Montgomery went to Detroit. Um, That hurt a lot, I will say, because I was rooting for Monty, and I still feel like I, I, I can Um, but it sucks because he's going to a division rival and the lions seem to be, well, they're not just your casual jokester lions anymore, man. These are the freaking Detroit lions that, Hey, if you overlook us, we're going to come and punch you in the freaking mouth, man. Like this is not going to be a comfortable Detroit anymore, man. You don't walk into this game and think you're for sure getting a win. Detroit is not to be messed oh, with. Yeah. I don't care who you are. That is some team that will wake up right when you least expect it, punch you in the mouth, and walk away with a win. Um, they are tough, and Monty is exactly that kind of player as well. You will fit into that scheme. You will fit into that offense. Um, I don't like it from a fantasy point of view, I will say that, between him and DeAndre Swift. Um, well, but
1: I, th- I think that begs the bigger question is, What's really going on with DeAndre Swift? They showed this past year that they weren't really willing to give him the keys to be a bell cow back because yeah. everything that happened with Jamal. And then you go out – and I'm not saying that Monty is, like, the best running back in the league, um, but he's, he's a good running back. Like, he's a starting running back. So what does that say about their opinions on what DeAndre Swift is? If they yeah. – felt that they needed to go out and sign a starting running back in free agency. And that was kind of where my head was at pretty much automatically was they don't view him as that double back that they drafted him. And now this is strike number two for them in terms of drafting that dude because they drafted – um oh, who was it? They drafted a kid out of Auburn. I'm blanking on his name. Um, one year before they drafted – Swift and then they drafted Swift, and now seems like he's not the guy either. Yeah. So uh, I don't know, we'll see. But like you said, this Lions team will, will be fun to watch. It's pretty much everyone is a Lions fan, and it just it'll, they'll be a fun team to watch, you know, over the course <laughs> of the next five years. So,
0: um, next up, another fun signing, um, the rich get richer man Hargrave went to San Francisco. Um. Yeah. Great signing. Great signing. Um, yeah, I think that he's gonna do well.
1: I think he's gonna do awesome. But I also think a lot of defensive tackles for a lot cheaper would do just as well. You're playing with Armstead on your left. You're you're paying Armstead on the left and Post on the right, or vice versa. And you said to go out and pay $22 million for a defensive tackle at 30 years old that can't oh, wow. play on run stopping downs. Um, He is strictly as an Eagles fan. I would obviously liked him back. I think he had 11 sacks. Um, So he's a great pass rusher, but on running downs, he cannot be in the game. He's like, yeah. that's how bad he was. He's strictly a pass rushing defensive tackle and you paid a, pass rushing defensive tackle that can't be on the field during rundowns. That's 30 years old, $22 million. Um, I like Javon, um, but I think there were better moves you could have made for cheaper. It's not like that was a need for them. Their defensive line. I mean, like you said, the rich get richer. Um, I mean, he's very, very good, but I don't think you had to have paid him $22 million. You could have went out and paid – Draymond Jones, you know, $15 million instead, who's younger. So,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I get your point for sure. Understanding it from that point of view um, kind of makes me happy, Chicago, because they were in on a lot of defensive yes, tackles. Yeah. Um, kind of happy that they didn't. Um, but Jesse Bates went to the Falcons. Um, so, for the team that has um, the second most in cap space, uh, they haven't really made the flashiest moves, per se. No. Um, so, I mean, but that that's a team that, uh, you know, Jesse Bates will probably enjoy playing for. I mean, the defense needed some help, and he's providing that for sure. Yes. So I can't really go any more on that one. I can move on if you'd like. you like. Uh, I mean,
1: $16, uh, 16 million, I think is what he got. Um, yeah, $16 million annually annually um, across four years, I think is what he got. Um, But, I mean, he was one of the best safeties, if not the best safety in football, you know, behind like Derwin James and stuff like that. But he's right up there. The Falcons are getting better, man. Um, Again, I I think we are starting to see those four teams in that division outside of the Buccaneers, but they even signed Jamal Dean. Um, But, like, we're seeing all of them try to make pushes, um, even though all of their teams are mediocre because – they all realize, wow, all of these teams are mediocre. <laughs> um, so they really tried to all make pushes to see if one of them can build up a half decent team to win that division because that division is wide open. So,
0: yeah. Um. So next up, um, I definitely mistyped that. Um. So the Raiders got a new quarterback, ladies and gentlemen. Um, lucky for Devonte Adams, uh, this is a guy that can go out and win you a game in the playoffs. Better yet, he can go ahead and carry your team to the Super Bowl. It's been proven. Um, he's a Super Bowl champion. Um, he's somebody who can definitely chuck the ball a pretty long way. Um, he's had a lot of wins under his belt oh, as a starter yeah. and everything. Um, pretty historical career, we'll say. And his name is not Aaron Rodgers; it's in fact Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so if I'm Devonte Adams, I'm like questioning everything because you get rid of my buddy, and now, now you pair me with Jimmy G, and then you get rid of Darren Waller, which is gonna create less— sep- I mean, you know, less separation for me. It's gonna make my job a little bit harder. Uh, you franchise tag Josh Jacobs, and he's not happy. Um, so that leaves Hunter Renfro. Like, yeah that's cool um so i mean jimmy g if you're the raiders you're hoping that somehow some way anthony richardson falls to you and i don't think that's gonna happen um Mm -hmm. but you know when you look at it jimmy g he's serviceable but he's a bridge quarterback um unfortunately that's just what he's been his whole career pretty much um so i mean like i said he's he's serviceable could be worse could be a lot better though yeah that's my take on it um next up Mike McGlinchey went to the Broncos um so that's a pretty solid signing for a group that needed some offensive line help as well uh 49er fans aren't really a big fan of him but you know yeah he's all right um Speaking of Bronco, well, former Bronco, Draymond Jones went to the Seahawks. Ben, this is one I want to ponder on a little bit. Yeah. Just dwell on it. So the Seahawks, right, they own a pretty high pick in the draft. Um, What's it, top four? No, top five. five. They're yeah. five. Yep. So if you're looking at it, they're probably looking at an edge rusher. I'm assuming Will Anderson probably plug and play here after an Arizona trade back. Um, if he's there, so, if Will Anderson or Tyree Wilson, yeah. So they're looking at edge rusher for sure. Um, unless I mean, honestly, Ngakwe might not be a bad fit here, actually. In theory, um, a one year deal just for a security pick would not be bad for this team. Um, so I mean, you look at it from the Seahawks point of view, um. I mean, this is a solid defensive tackle, very serviceable. Uh, you got him for the next four years. Um, this is as a result of Jalen Carter not doing well at his pro day, uh, despite the fact that he did it. Uh, this pro day was a little bit later, but um, his off field issues and everything is starting to kind of, um, you know, make him tumble down people's draft boards. Um the Bears at some point were like, man, maybe you'll fall to nine. And then they saw him at his pro day and was like, this guy doesn't look like a first round pick right now. Like this is, his I, footage I sent you a text. I, this I, 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 yeah. I know.
1: I, I think people are overblowing the whole situation. I, his legal stuff is a concern. I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that. I mean, someone died and it might have been in result because of him. So yeah. I don't say that lightly His legal stuff could be a concern, but like I've said, we don't know the half of it. We don't know everything yeah. that's happening. And at the end of the day, like you got to think how much of that is impacting everything that's going on now. Uh, there was right. a report that he gained nine pounds over the course of thirteen days, which nine pounds um, is not
0: crazy, especially like, for a
1: defensive lineman. Yeah, but um, but like nine pounds over the course of thirteen days, um, and then he wasn't able to, like finish like the pro day, and he didn't really so, look too good. But
0: something that I'm looking at and I don't mean to cut you off yeah. Um, on a human standpoint is I wonder how his mental is doing That's because what I'm this saying. is a big, this is a big uh, spiral down on, and for a big prospect that was supposed to go number one overall. Um, I mean, this is somebody that was supposed to be living his dream in just another month. That was it. And then all of a sudden, hey, guess what? Scouting Combine week came and uh, we have a warrant out for your arrest. So, like, this is bad. And so you look at it from his point of view, it's like, why does this have to come out now? Like, so much of it, you know? And it's like, yes, was it a stupid decision? Absolutely. And unfortunately, it is as extreme as it is. Um, A team is going to pick him up. Don't get me wrong. He will be selected. But when and if he's going to be able to play is really the question. And what's the gamble that people are willing to take?
1: Well, and, and that's what I'm saying. It, 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 we really, it's, it's hard to, and again, it's a conversation we've really tried to avoid um, because we, you, you don't know and you can't have the conversation in full until all of his legal stuff comes out. Um, that being said, with the risk of stuff coming out about his legal stuff, he was a very, 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 very good football player. Yeah. Um, at points in the offseason, people were talking about the Bears selecting him with the number one overall pick. He is very, very good. He's a blue chipper for a reason. If his legal stuff comes out fairly clean, something will come out. I mean, he will be in trouble for at least like like you know, like running from the cops or evading the cops or something. Yeah. But if his legal stuff is fairly clean, it is hard for me to say teams should pass on him um i understand he, there's some character issues with him but we've seen like there are reports coming out saying that like he would like he paid for like meals for students that were walk-ons because they didn't have enough money and they didn't like have stuff he's a great leader he has like i know there's the legal stuff but and he's also just a monster on the field um i think people are blowing this out of proportion and like you said um The legal stuff has to mess with him, um, and that has to be a mind thing. But I think we get hung up on the football player aspect of it. This was a brother he went and practiced with every day for three years at least right now. And whether or not he caused it or not, he lost his brother. He lost someone that he was very, 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 very close to. So Mm -hmm. even take out like the legal stuff, stressing him out, that has to have a huge impact on him mentally and emotionally. And I think people are um, kind of holding his emotions and the grieving process of all of that against him. And I just think it's wrong that people are doing that. So not, not to, not to have turned that into a, like a big thing. And I wasn't expecting to talk about this on the podcast, but um, that's just what it is. And I think um as media members, we need to do better covering these young men and these adults as more than just football players and as people too.
0: Yeah, well said. Um, I mean very well said. Um so our last free agent signing that we're gonna be covering um is uh Marcus Davenport to the Vikings. Um so he had a half of a sack. In this past season, um, I just wanted to cover this because I'm still bitter about an argument that I had on Twitter. On Twitter. <laughs> uh, there is a guy that I, I actually worked with um, for my broadcast company, and he, um, he writes for the uh, Viking Territory website, vikingsterritory.com um if you are a bears fan or just nfc north team fan you've probably seen this guy before i'm not going to name drop him because um yeah i I don't feel the need to um so I, i so this has just been a lot and we've covered a lot and i've had a pretty bold take on this but i think it's understandable um at least for right now and so yes bears twitter has been all over this guy for like the last like week um so basically he said uh for the um demarcus walker pickup right for the bears um he put a bunch of stats for the pff grades and everything um he said yikes definitely glad minnesota was able to land davenport who's two years younger for only five million dollars more without the three-year commitment um and so somebody said, it's a cheap signing. My God, you hate on everything just for the sake of hating. <laughs> and so he said, this is a direct shot at Bears Twitter. Uh, sent, or once Davenport signed with Minnesota, my comments blew up with hate for no reason. So I fired back. Um, as I said before, he's all over Bears Twitter, just hating on Ryan Poles and whatever his moves are. And so I said, Davenport has yet to play a full season in his career. When you come at Bears Twitter to bash our GM, that's been killing it so far. You're bound to get some back. Um, Ben, just curious, um, you, you agree that Ryan Poles is doing a pretty good job so far, right? Like, um,
1: yeah, I, I think uh, it's a segment that we probably won't have time to do, but we're going to talk about like winners. We're going to talk about like winners. If you don't come away from this, like the last three days saying the bears are the biggest winner of all free agency. I don't know if you're watching the same sport that I watch because the bears are absolutely killing it
0: yeah um he said in response to mine he said the roquan and claypool trades were bad luckily throwing money at free agents and trading with a desperate carolina team has helped his case i like polls but i always make sure to respond to every comment i can even when they're negative i give credit where credit's due but i'll come back just as hard if needed and so i um i responded back with it i forget what i said though um I apologize. Um, So why didn't I do this? Why didn't I find it? Yes, I said, in the end, we got a second TJ Edwards and Tremaine Edmonds for just as much annually as Roquan by himself. He didn't fit the scheme. Uh, With Claypool, let's let him learn the playbook and establish chemistry with fields before we make any judgment on that one. He also asked me, and this is my bold take, I guess, for right now um i said because he said so you'd rather have claypool over the 32nd overall pick they would be looking good heading into the draft with 9 32 54 64 and 65 i said this you you might disagree but i think you understand because you know this is how we work i said i'd rather have claypool at wide receiver three than have to scout the current free agency class with intent to sign the wide receiver class in 2023 and the draft runs thin after the first round At 32, you're praying someone falls. Odds are somebody like Zay Flowers will be there. Uh, Jalen Hyatt will be there. Um, But I said, yes, I would give up 32 to know that my wide receiver core is good with Claypool being there because Claypool's proven to have 700 yards and stuff like that despite the slow start in this offense. You're giving him one full offseason to give him a break. You know, like we said before – Let him kind of process this one. And if it sucks, we don't sign him again and we treat it as a loss. I will come on. I will be the first person on Twitter and say, this guy sucks. Like, don't get me wrong. I love Chase Claypool as a person. I think that he is great for charity and and the things that he's doing off the field and everything. Love it. Absolutely. I'm a huge soft heart for that kind of stuff, man. And not only that, but he can produce on the field. As soon as he was traded, I mean, I, I was at the game that his debut, he was treated as a threat. Everybody knew it, too. He was treated as a threat, and now we have DJ Moore, and Claypool's our wide receiver three with Darnell Mooney in the middle. Like, yeah, I would rather have that than an unproven rookie right now, whereas right now what we can do is use 54 or 64 and still draft a, a, a wide receiver or help our offensive line like yeah. there are still moves to be made, man, and I don't see an issue with it right now. So yeah, I will back I, I will back on this and, and totally, you know, I will I will die on this hill right now. I might regret it later, but ultimately this whole Davenport thing, I think I think it's a crappy signing. I mean, it's a cheap signing for a reason. The fact that Vikings fans are hyping it up saying that this is a great Zadarius Smith, um, Uh, what they call it a replacement almost yeah like it's not it's not it's marcus davenport he hasn't played a full season we're friends with the saints fan he could tell you firsthand hey he's good when he's healthy but he's not healthy all the time (laughs) like he's not gonna win you a game he's not a difference maker right now he used to be but he's never played a full season then you look at the bears who signed demarcus walker with seven sacks this last season dude you're gonna go back to 2021 with Marcus Davenport and be like, yeah, that was okay. That was pretty good. Like, no. <laughs> no.
1: I will say I'd rather have I'd rather have the deal that you guys have him on than Marcus Davenport $13 million annually. Um I think I'd rather have the for sure thing of claypool than have to draft a wide receiver this year. But that being said, I think I'd rather have 32 than Claypool, so it's a weird, sticky situation, um, but I, I do think this dude's just hating to hate. I do think at the end of the day, the Bears um, are setting themselves up for a bright future, whether that's this year or the years to come. Um, poles has done everything you could have asked him to, and and, and more. So, yeah.
0: Um, moving on to uh, one of our last segments. Um. I, I want to say this. We will not be getting to college corner because of time restraints. Um, but we will be doing a, um, a mock draft after this. Um, so let's see here. This is going to be our next segment, winners of free agency. Um, so we're going to break down by teams um, who we think is doing a pretty solid job in free agency who is um, not doing a good job at all in free agency. Um, They're just this period, really, who's winning right now. Um, So obviously we already talked about the Bears. Um, I don't want to dwell on it too much, but what I will say, the Dolphins are winners right now.
1: Yep. I have have four winners. One of them was the Bears that we've already talked about, Um, but then – yeah, another one of them right there is the Bears. I mean, again, whenever you can get a cornerback the caliber that Ramsey is for a third-round pick, I would consider that a win.
0: Yeah. Um, my other winner would be um, – I think Philly's winning right now. As much crap as I give you. Um, <laughs> I, I like to make you mad. You like to make me mad sometimes too. It's, yes. it's just a thing that we do. Um, so, yeah, no, I uh, – oh, Wow. Yeah, Orlando... Okay, sorry. Orlando Brown just had a tweet. I am a four-time Pro Bowl Super Bowl champion left tackle. Put it on an effing t-shirt. Yeah, that just solidifies the fact that he didn't want to play right tackle position. So, what's the... Okay, as an offensive lineman, because I wouldn't understand this, what's the big deal about just switching sides? Uh, Well, A1 is...
1: One, um, switching from left to right, like your movements are different. When your kick step is left, 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 and then into it, your inside hand and your outside hand. Obviously, if I'm playing left tackle, my inside hand is going to be my right and my outside hand is going to be my left. And you want your inside hand to probably be the stronger one so you can get a punch. But then if you play right tackle, it's going to be switched. So your technique is you might be like, oh, just flip it. It's a lot harder than what it is but also left tackle is probably the second most important. I'm going to say the second most important position on football field outside of quarterback. And that's because 95% of the time the left tackle is going to be the person blocking the blind side of your quarterback. Um, So you want, and and that's why, I mean, obviously you have Tua. I think Tua is the only right-handed or left-handed quarterback. Um, So his right tackle is going to be more important, but for most if not every team outside of the dolphins, you want to have a really good left tackle because that's the blind side of your quarterback. And because it's the blind side of your quarterback, left tackles would be making more money because yeah. they're far more important than what a right tackle is because you know, the quarterback can see what's happening there. Quarterback can't see the eyes on back of his head. So you yeah. want to be able to lock down that left tackle position. Um, and they make more money. And that was the big thing. Uh Orlando Brown is if he plays left tackle, he's probably making five ish million dollars per year more at left tackle versus right tackle.
0: Okay. So, okay. Makes sense. Um, I, I want to say, um, after signing this left tackle,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the Bengals are definitely winners here and they will probably continue to be winners if they do get CJ. Um, which is the rumor right now. I, uh,
1: I I don't know. I really think I really think Slay is back because a deal fell through. I yeah. think um I think Howie wanted CJ. There's no reports, this is just a gut feeling. I think Howie wanted CJ and that's why the rumors came out though he was gonna get cut. And I think he probably offered CJ a good market value deal. Yeah. Um and then CJ was like, no. And then that's when I think Howie probably switched back. To slay so, wop um, I, I hope I hope he's a Bronco. I really hope CJ's a Bronco. If he's not a, um, if he's eagle. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, so, so. next up. Um, so my last winner, mm-hmm. the Broncos. <laughs> <I think laughs> they go, are, right? They got to improve, but they're also shopping their top two wide receivers around. Um, I think they like somebody in this draft. I think that's the secret. Um, I think they really do. And that's probably why they're shopping around Jerry Judy, just to get some more pieces, um, around Russell Wilson. I don't think that they're going to be a Super Bowl contender this year, as much as people want to hype up Sean Payton and everything. What they're doing is definitely building towards that. And if they can get any kind of growth from Russell Wilson upon what he had last year, that's positive compared to the direction that they were going last year, uh, without Sean Payton. So, um, that that'll do it for my winners, but I do have some losers. Did you finish your list?
1: Yeah, I have, um, I have two more winners. Um, one being, um, a team that we've kind of already talked about a little bit, uh, the Panthers. Um, I just feel like they have made moves to put themselves in a advantageous situation. Um, but then also something that I don't think enough people are talking about. Um, another very big winner from this, um, three to four day period, is the uh, 2024 defensive tackle group slash free agents. We saw duron mm-hmm. Payne make $22 million. We saw um, Hargrave make $22 million. Next yeah. year's group consists of uh, guys like DJ Reader, uh, Quinn Williams, uh, uh, Jeffrey Simmons, um, Ed Oliver. So there are like some very, very, very Big name guys here that are coming up to be free agents in next year's class. Oh, Dexter um, Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence. That's what I'm saying. Mm. So like Javon again, Javon Kidma, Jeffrey Simmons, Dexter Lawrence, um Quinn Williams, DJ Reader, Chris Jones. Uh so there are some very, very, very big Derek Brown. There are again Ed Oliver, there are some like there are five, six, seven, very, 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 very good defensive tackles. In next year's free agency class, and because Duran Payne made 20, I think it was 24, maybe it was 23 million dollars annually, these guys are going to get paid. If Duran Payne's making 24 million, Dexter Lawrence and um, Jeffrey Simmons and Quinn Williams are going to be making 25, 26 million dollars. So mm-hmm. these guys might be the biggest winners of anyone <laughs> in all of free agency over the last year. Here's games. here's
0: what I have to say about that. And I'm gonna take it and and keep it as locked as as personally possible, physically possible. I'm hoping to God that Travis has a good year on a personal level. Yes, because he is a free agent in 2024. And I want him to go out with a bang if he's going to be leaving after that. And there's a solid chance that he will be leaving after that. It sucks. It really, 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 really does. Yeah. Um. Hope- hopefully we can get a little bit more movement as far as saying hi to him again. This dude is, and I'm sorry for everybody that's like, dude, why does he keep obsessing over this guy? Look. This guy is just such a cool guy, in and out, um, on and off the field. He does a lot of charity work. He does, uh, he, he rescues dogs on the side, like uh, pit bulls. I mean, he's mm-hmm. a big dog lover, man. And, and not only that, but, dude, he's just a big, like, he's not a teddy bear. He's a grizzly bear on the field, but he's a teddy bear off of it, man. This guy is a complete angel. He's been nothing but nice to me, man, and I wish – Nothing but the best for him. And if it means that we're getting rid of him next year, I mean, unfortunately, it is a business. It comes with it. Um, I'm still going to be a Travis Gibson fan in and out. Um, But I'm hoping that come next offseason, they can extend him to a short-term deal. Because this guy, he's a solid depth piece. He really is. Um, if you can keep them on the team
1: that's free exactly sure right. yeah I, I, I agree and, and I, I, I listed off those names um, for the 24 class uh, Bears fans um Joey Boza is- don't be well yeah but like hey you guys have 44 million dollars like we've said there are moves to be made but the wonderful thing about the NFL is if you don't spend money this year, it rolls over into next year. So yeah. you don't have to fix the defensive tackle position and get it set this year. If you roll over $10 million next year, $15 million into next season, then you're going to have money to be able to pay a Dexter Williams, a Quinn and Willi- or a Dexter Lawrence, a Jeffrey Simmons, uh, Quinn and Williams. You're going to have the money to do that. So, yeah. again, Bears fans, this is a rebuild. It's going to be more than one year. But Pulse has shown he knows what he's doing. So just – in Pulse we trust.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. I wanted that on a t shirt so quick. I'm also thinking about getting a t shirt if they start making it, um, like one two punch for Fields and more I would love that for like uh have you seen the obvious shirts? Yes, yeah. Yeah, that brand. I actually uh sent them a tweet, um, but I don't think that they responded because I don't know, it's obvious shirts. So um, <laughs> but you know, I hopefully that's the same.
1: Santos memes are absolutely hilarious about Dude. ripping the jersey off and giving it to DJ more yeah. stuff is just having me cracking up. I love
0: Santos, but my dream situation is cutting Santos, saving a couple million dollars and then st- getting Robbie gold back. I don't think it's happening. No, um, but yeah, because he's still on the depth chart. they were like, Hey, can you give your Jersey to him? And he's like, yeah. And then it's like, bring in robbie it's like hey can you give your job to him like that's a lot to ask of a guy um uh, i can't go there anyways uh do you have one more winner i think you had one more winner right
1: no well i well i had the three teams and then i said the d
0: tackles so gotcha okay cool well then it's time to get out of that uh lots of fun we're gonna keep going guys so stay tuned for next week but until then it's time for america's favorite game weddle all right, so um, yeah, let's let's get right into it. You've just ate me alive this past few weeks, man. It's been ridiculous sniping people. Also, keep in mind uh, I only have one hand, so typing is going to be a little difficult. Do you um, want me
1: to do that? Uh, if we, uh, yeah, it's fine. So it's okay. I was going to say reset right. for me in four minutes because of time difference.
0: No, it's okay. All right, you ready? We'll, yes, uh,
1: AJ. Yeah, go Mm.
0: ahead, AJ Brown. Yeah, AJ Brown. Yeah. All right, so it's a wide receiver, in the NFC. Uh, He's a little bit taller than six foot one. He's way older than twenty five, and his jersey number is less than eleven. I know it is. Hmm. (laughs) Who are you thinking?
1: I think it's Diop.
0: I was thinking Hopkins as well, but oh. Oh, what? I thought yeah. that he was six one, yeah. I thought he was a little um, bit taller,
1: but I had the number correct and the age uh, correct. So seen West see. in ten.
0: So you're looking at Cooper Cu- Cup.
1: Oh. No, he's too small. I think it's- Cooper what Cup? Cooper Cup is six two.
0: Six two. I, I always get shocked
1: by that. I always see that. And I, I always get surprised that he's 62. I don't. I always forget yeah. that he's that tall.
0: Who we got? Who we got?
1: Uh, yeah, so this is hard mode. This is where it actually matters for the people who have watched. I mean, we're like 20 minutes. Yeah, seconds. this resets in like three
0: minutes. Yeah, we got we to. Gotta oh, so it speed resets run. For you as well. Yeah, AJ Brown. Okay. Uh, oh, that gave Talk us like nothing. All right.
1: AFC. Youngin, yes.
0: Um I'm gonna go with Matt Corral. That gave us Oh he's in the NFC duh. Anyways, all right. NFC
1: oh uh oh this is so hard because this is something like I like to sit here and critically think about but I have to, like speedrun this. Um I have to assume with the height that it's offensive line. Uh maybe it's tight end. Uh, if, it, if
0: it restarts, it restarts. Whatever. Uh, this what isn't
1: correct because of the age, of Foster Maru. Uh, it is. So ah, it is what I a tight end in the AFC. That is what he wanted uh, to see. Not in
0: the AFC West. Young, um, but he's young. Oh, uh, okay. I'm going Chiggy. Ah, it's an AFC South tight end though. Okay. Is younger, is it?
1: Um, uh, Woods, uh, Jelani, Jelani Woods.
0: See, that's who I was originally thinking as well, but it's not.
1: Wow, ah, uh, I should wow, have known he he tall. taller. Yeah, I should it's have he was
0: tall. Um, let's see. So, it's not, I stand a chance here, I really do. Four resets,
1: you got a minute. I, I, so we know it has to be either the Jaguars or who's the Houston, Houston. Oh, I know who it is.
0: It's it's Houston's. Uh, what's his name? Um, dude, what's his name? God dang it, dude! What's his freaking name? <laughs> <Mm-mm>. Nope. <laughs> Dude, what is his name? Because he's he's twenty two. He like just got drafted too. What is his name? I don't know his name. (laughs) You've got to be kidding me. I don't know his name.
1: Oh, it's twelve o'clock. Hopefully, it resets.
0: Oh no, it didn't. Okay. We can play in the next one, too. It's fine.
1: Yeah, we can play the next um, one. We can do it online.
0: Hmm. What's his freaking name, dude? I, like, I know it. I feel like. So, it is
1: now 12 o'clock my time. We can scratch this one and have this one. Yeah, what's the, what's the guy's name? What's the guy's name? I do not know, and it's really pissing me off. It's really making me mad. I know. Type in Howard. Can I Google it? No, type in Howard. Mm. Do Traven. I'm just interested. Scroll down. Oh, not even not even close. Yeah, go ahead and I, it. I know it's. I know it's not Bug Howard. Bug Howard was USC.
0: Because I know the uh, the Texans have a rookie tight end, don't they?
1: Mm-hmm. I'm it's, pretty uh... sure.
0: What? Who are these guys? It's
1: not Belvin Jordan either. Maybe try the Mason kid, but I don't know. It's not Belvin.
0: Uh, it's and Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, it's it's Houston, so it's. Uh... It'd
1: be Belvin Jordan.
0: Is it Tegan? Yeah, who knows him?
1: David okay, Quintero. All right, we can do it on mine.
0: Yeah, go ahead and share your screen, bro. Let's
1: see if I know how to do this,
0: y'all.
1: Uh, let me actually open up this window. Side
0: so. note, so for those of you that listened last week, uh, my hand surgery went well. That was on Monday. Um, your boy is currently training his hand on how to grab a controller again, so that's fun. All right. Easy. Mode. All right, let's
1: test. What was what was? Uh, let, let's just do Cooper to make sure this reset. Yeah. Cool. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, I did reset.
0: Okay. Cool. Cool. All right. NFC West. Um. That helped, didn't it? Uh, I think I might know who it is. Let's see. It's uh. Yeah, I don't know. Go for it. James Conner? What the heck, dude? Seriously? (laughs) Okay. I might know who it is. Bam. All right. Whatever. No big deal. All right. Hard (laughs) mode, I guess. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Do uh, DJ Moore for the first guest. Woo. DJ Moore. Oh, yeah, offense. they updated it. Beautiful.
1: Oh yes, they did. All right, offense in the AFC kind of young. The health, the height doesn't really help with none. does it? Mm. I don't know why it's just so hard. I'm trying to think of like an offensive lineman in the AFC, and it should be like. Very, very easy for me to do that. Um, oh, we got the hype then, right.
0: <clears throat> um Go Jelani Woods again. Okay. Uh Jelani Woods is six and six, yeah,
1: Jelani is six seven and
0: yeah. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too, six seven. Um you might be looking at a tackle. Goralando Brown. Whatever. Yeah. Goralando Brown. I don't think it's him. um, It's not him. They didn't update it that quick. There's no way. I was gonna say. Oh what the schmeck. Okay. So
1: so that leaves us with the north. Um oh
0: it's a tight end. Okay. Um. So he's twenty eight. He's twenty seven or twenty eight. Ingram, go Ingram. Yeah, that's exactly Bam what I was
1: thinking. With uh, Evan Ingram. I don't think his number matches up.
0: I don't think his number matched Dang it Jacksonville's tight end. I'm out. Twenty seven years old. I'm out.
1: I'm I'm Googling. I'm out. Know who it is, too. It's gonna drive me off the walls.
0: I know you know that. <laughs> I'm just, I
1: don't know. Look it up and tell me, if, like, realistically, if I should know who it is.
0: I don't think so, but who knows? Because you know, uh, you know who uh, Taylor McPhee <laughs> is from Southern Mississippi State Tech A&M from... The yeah, draft right, class right. 2018.
1: Yeah, I. 27. He's a tight end, which means he probably spent all four years in college. I Meaning he probably came out at the age of 22 or 23, which means he came out in the 2019 or 2020 draft. You yeah, know, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It's Dan all right, I guess it was a wash. I do know who Dan Arnold is. What college did Dan Arnold go to?
1: I don't know, but he got drafted by the Seahawks.
0: University of Wisconsin-Platteville. I would have slapped you. I would have drove all the way back down there and slapped you. <laughs> um, uh, anyways. All right. Um Iron Hoops?
1: Team. Yes. Uh,
0: what? What's the name of the segment? Oh, you're not talking about Ryan and Ben? Oh, okay. Well hold on, I've got it. It's time for Gridiron Goofs. All right. So breakfast foods. You wanna lay out the rules, buddy? This was your idea.
1: Yeah, this this was indeed my idea. Um and he didn't get drafted by the Seahawks, he got drafted by the Saints. Wow nice um anyways um yeah so we can so it's it's one food if the food is like a combination of things that's okay like you can't have eggs and bacon you can have eggs or bacon you can have a breakfast skillet that counts because that's just like a thing but like you can't have like eggs bacon and pancakes is an Um,
0: omelet and eggs two separate picks or are they under the same category
1: omelet and eggs i think are two separate
0: picks. Okay. All right. You can go first.
1: Um, That being said, I think we do just have to take the skillet first overall. I mean, I know it's a hot pick, but I I, I just think there's so much that you can do with a skillet. You know, so many different things you can do with a skillet. Yay. For those who live in the northwestern Indiana region, um, if you don't go to Viking Chili Bowl and get a Hungry Man skillet,
0: I don't know what you're doing with your life. Very so. good. I'm going to go with the omelet then.
1: Solid pick, yeah. yeah. I think that's a good solid, solid, solid. It's a security
0: pick. pick. It's one of those, hey, if I don't pick it, he's going to. So
1: yes, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and I I, I think we want to continue with like a hearty item. I, I don't think we want to do like a side dish of bacon just yet. Uh so that mm-hmm. being said, um <sighs> while well, I do like waffles more, I think I have to go with pancakes here. I, I think the general consensus is pancakes are better than waffles. I um,
0: will go waffles so we, so because I like I like waffles more. I'm
1: yes, waffles. I, I, I do think waffles are better. Um, yeah. see now this glad is where it gets in into Yeah, right? I'm glad. Those syrup <laughs> this bowls. is where it starts <laughs> This is where it starts getting into um like uh I think the side dish-esque.
0: Um, see, I don't think so. I don't think no. Gonna, yeah, think see, I don't right think so now.
1: either. Biscuits and gravy.
0: Yeah, Solid I want. Egg. I want biscuits
1: and gravy. I think that's a nice third round pick.
0: Um, Ben, there was a meal that we had prior to the Bears preseason game against the Chiefs, and that, my friend, breakfast burritos.
1: Breakfast, yes. Oh, good pick, my friend. And you know, I was I'm going continue- biscuits
0: and gravy, but. You, you stole it, so it's okay. I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna Still continue like the it. trend, um, with things that we ate before football events. Um, we went to this very delicious place here before one of the days at got online here in Bloomington called Square Donuts. Can never go wrong with the donut. They're nice and easy. You know, you can go out and get them. They're not super expensive. Give yeah. me the donut.
0: Yeah, no, it's uh, it's pretty pretty solid, um. There's a third category of almost page pastry that people aren't talking about when it comes to uh, the pancakes versus waffles debate, and that's a crepe. Switch pancake. Oh, crepe. Same thing. Switch
1: pancake. Crepe. I almost went there. there. I didn't, but that's a good. That's a that's a good pick. That, hey, that's, that's probably yeah.
0: where I would have went. It's sleeper. Yeah. No, that's probably I like see. Do you what filling? Do you get filling with them?
1: Yeah, well, it depends. Usually, I just go with like a strawberry and whipped cream. I think that's just like the nice, easy way to go. Yeah. Like I know people do like I Nutella, like and peanut butter. Um, that's a good lot.
0: Too. I I will yeah. say I'm not. I, if it's if it's filling and breakfast time, you got to go fruit in my opinion. If you're going and waking up first thing in the morning and you're saying chocolate, grow up maybe. Um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> no, I agree. And this is where it gets tough.
1: Because there's so many options. Cereal still on the board. Pop-tarts are still on the board. Biscuits and gravy was the steal um, of the draft, I will say. Thank you. Um, my favorite breakfast food is the Country fried Steak. Um, mm-hmm. Absolutely delicious, but I don't think I'm going to go there. Um, this isn't quite a food, but um, as a college student – um, I'd be remiss to not take coffee. Coffee.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, want to I was gonna say, mm-hmm. I I was gonna say coffee. I'm not gonna take coffee because I don't think that it's a food. If we're going drinks, maybe. Um.
1: Yeah, but I, I feel like it's such a vital part. Like, if you wanted to take orange juice, I would let you. Um, yeah, I I, think I, I be, say I, think I say take something, something else. Okay.
0: I say okay, take something it. else, but we'll have our own drink section in which I will give you coffee, and I will gladly take orange juice. Okay.
1: So okay. I will so 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 now I oatmeal. I eat oatmeal a lot in the morning. Um, but I think it'd be a late. Yeah, you pick. had
0: a pre-combine, right?
1: Yeah, overnight oats. Yeah, nice and easy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I can't do that. You know, um. Mm-hmm. You know, I, yeah, I'm, 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 there are mules on the board. There's a country fried steak on the board, um, but we will just go with the egg. Uh, you can do so much with it. You can make it, you know, scrambled over easy, poach it, uh, hard boiled. Yeah. Uh, I was going sunny, add, side like, up, yeah. Yeah, uh, sunny side up. Yeah. yeah, Sunny side up. I mean, you can add some, like you could do a hot sauce with eggs. Uh, you can do a lot of cheese with eggs. You could do um, yeah. ham with eggs. It's something I do every once in a while. Um, it's nice and easy. It only takes like five minutes to make scrambled eggs in the morning. Um, It's just, it's a very versatile pick. You know, you can't go wrong with this guy on your team.
0: (laughs) Um, You know, obviously, I mean, there's a standout candidate for side dishes. Um, I myself think that this is quite honestly one of the most overrated yet still kind of delicious uh but bacon. completely overrated and over-hot I mean, and to a disgusting degree, uh, yes. bacon. And um oh my nobody gosh, needs yes. bacon-flavored soda. Nobody needs bacon-flavored yes. candy. Yes. This is all stupid. This is, uh, me. I mean, pointless. So Get it's overhyped. It's good, but it has to be made right, too. If it's too crispy, Speech. it's not – as beautiful as a craft. Oh my goodness. It needs to be the right mixture of crispy and chewy at the same exact time. There gotta be that, that one crease part that, that loop Mm -hmm. that's chewy. And then at the end of it, it's gotta be crunchy. You gotta do it just right. There's gotta be the right person to do it. And you can mix it in with so many things. My favorite thing. And one of the most underrated draft picks that was left out that I almost picked, um, Toast. Yeah. So yes. The thing is, um, you could do, like I said, sunny side up, uh, eggs, right? You put toast, right? You put egg, and then you put bacon, bam, breakfast sandwich. Like, breakfast sandwich. I'm so the one with a breakfast sandwich. Yeah. And there's so much that you could choose from. Unfortunately, it's time to end the show, though. Um, so solid pick. Obviously, I'm rounding mine out with orange juice because you had coffee. Um, So, I mean, the original team, omelet, waffles, breakfast burritos, crepe, bacon, orange juice, and then yours was skillet, pancakes, biscuits, and gravy, donuts, egg, and coffee. Um, My family probably says that you stole that draft because, hey, congratulations, buddy. You had biscuits and gravy. I'm clapping with my bad hand for you. Oh, I love Um,
1: biscuits and gravy. They're so good. It's so underrated. It's it's a family classic. I would say this – Either way, I could see it going either way, but I think the winner won this, fifty-one to forty-nine. I, th- I think both drafts were very,
0: very. I good think drafts. that we—if there's ever been a draft that we've tied, I think this one this is, is surefire. This yeah. has got to be the one. Um, oh yeah, I agree. There's no, oh my god, you picked that kind of pick. Um, mm-hmm. There wasn't a single moment in which I was fuming. Uh, so that's a plus um but yes so absolutely um great time great news i mean i think that Mm -hmm. we're done for free agency for the day um i think that the news has stopped so far um so this is it um thank you so much for tuning into the pigskin project we'll see you guys next week Uh, Big thank you to Overtime Sports Network, Rachel Radio Sports Network, um, Uppercuts Grooming, which I will see shortly. And, um, you know, there was other. Oh, Anchor.fm, which has turned into Spotify for podcasters. So I'll just say Spotify from now on. Um, For helping us kind of branch out and uh, reach new horizons for our uh, listeners. If you tune in today, thank you so much. Hopefully you left a like on it. We saw somebody did, so salute to you, sir. Or yes. ma'am. Um, So if you haven't done that yet, please give us a hand at doing so. That'd be great. Follow us on TikTok and Twitter. And without further ado, guys, tune into our mock draft because we're going to be doing that here shortly. And if you're listening after Thursday or during Thursday morning, um, hey, there's a mock draft out. Go listen to it, okay? um anyways without further ado this has been the pigskin project and we'll see you guys next week